Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. Unfortunately, our guest speaker, Cheryl Ott, was not able to be with us this morning, so I will be your speaker this morning, Reverend Catherine Schofield, Interim Minister in the Memorial Church. And now, if you'd please stand as you are able and join in a responsive reading of Psalm 78, found in your Black Appleton Psalter book on page 39. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Turn your ear to what I say. I will stand with thee, full forth of the lessons of the past. Things we have heard and known, that our fathers have told us. We will not withhold them from their children, telling the coming generation the praises of the Lord and his might, when the Lord has performed. He established a decree in Jacob ordained a teaching in Israel, charging our fathers to make them known to their children. That future generation might know, children yet to be born, and in their turn tell their children. That they might put their confidence in God, and not forget God's great deeds, but observe his commandments. And not to be like their fathers, a wayward
have appointed a law and a practice for every one of you. Had God willed, he would have made you a single community. But he wanted to test you regarding what has come to you. So compete with each other in doing good. Every one of you will return to God, and God will inform you regarding the things about which you differed. When I started seminary, I figured out pretty quickly that I was interested in working with young people, as you've heard before. So each semester, I scanned the list of classes, looking for anything related to young adult ministry. During my first summer in Chicago, my, church, my school offered a course called Youth and Interfaith Action. It sounded interesting, so I signed up. The class was taught by adjunct faculty member Ibu Patel. Maybe you don't know who Ibu is. I certainly didn't. But as I read his book, Acts of Faith, I learned Ibu's story and about the movement that he's helped to spark. It's all about getting young people from different faith traditions to work together on a service project and then come together in interfaith dialogue about the parts of their traditions that call them to serve others. Stories are at the center of the work. Ibu often tells about how growing up he was friends with a Christian and a Jew, but the young boys never talked about their faiths. His goal now is to get young people to talk about faith, because it's true, there's so much more that unites us than divides us. He helped to found an organization called the Interfaith Youth Corps. IFYC trains young people to start these service and dialogue projects in their own communities, and they happen all around the country and all around the world, because everyone has a story to share. Part of the training for these project facilitators is to think about your own interfaith story. Cassie's story is about growing up as an evangelical Christian who got to know some Muslim students who she admired for their disciplined approach to prayer. As she talked with her Muslim friends, she explored deeper into her own Christian tradition and unearthed the practice of praying the hours, which she has now incorporated into her own religious observance. For me, I've come to see that the family I was raised in was actually an interreligious community. My mother, an Episcopalian, my brother, a Catholic, my grandmother, an atheist, and I was raised in the United Church of Christ. And by the way, now my in-laws are Pentecostal. So, a pretty interfaith family. It was an interesting wedding. When you think about it, you probably have your own interfaith story. Maybe like Ibu, you have friends of different traditions, but you rarely talk about that part of your lives. Or maybe you like learning about other traditions and would love to have the chance to ask some questions. The point is, we each have a story. And when we take the time to listen to the stories of others, that's when interreligious, cross-cultural understanding can grow. Our faith traditions are built on stories, built on the act of listening to what someone else has to say, and then sharing a part of who we are in return. It's an act that affirms the blessedness of all people. And it's the grounding of this work that has given birth to the blossoming interfaith movement we now see. 
and the world needs this more than ever. Just a note, my opening reading was from the Quran. You may have thought it was from the New Testament or the Hebrew Bible, but in fact, I did a, a Quran study last year with a group of 70-year-olds down in beautiful downtown Wareham, down near the Cape Cod Bridge. And uh, it was amazing to find how in times it's hard to tell which text you're reading from when a lot of the themes are in fact the same. And I'd like to close today with a Buddhist prayer of forgiveness. Let us pray. If I have harmed anyone in any way, unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask, my, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through their own confusions, I forgive them. And if there is a situation I am not yet ready to forgive, I forgive myself for that. For all the ways that I harm myself, negate doubt, belittle myself, judge, or be unkind to myself through my own confusions, I forgive myself. And now let us pray together the Lord's Prayer, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now, if you would please stand as you are able to join in our closing hymn, God be with you till we meet again, hymn number 90.
us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in all that we do. Amen.